I remember it must have been like 2013 and shit. And I was in the same like repetitive daily routine where I shit you not. I'd wake up and thought I had this whole fucking world figured out, you know. I was doing music. I graduated from the musicians institute. Had a bitchin' internship in MySpace at the time. And uh, I was killing it. Like, I was happy. Or so I thought I was happy, you know. But uh, I really had, like, no forward motivation to do anything. But it was because I was doing shit that, like, I really didn't give a fuck about. So, I, I remember just, like, as a kid, I had this knack to where, like, you know, I wanted, to, I wanted to help the underdog. I wanted to help the person that didn't have a friend. I wanted to be there for them. I wanted to be a friend. I always wanted to be a friend, especially to those that didn't have friends. Like, I, I fucking remember Tina Green. I'll never forget Tina Green. I was in third grade at, what school was this? Uh, William Green Elementary in Londale, California. Tina was uh, a classmate of mine. She was this tall, how do I say this to be politically correct, thick or just, you know, big boned, sweet girl. Um, she wore an ankle brace and had a crummy walk to her, man. Like, she she couldn't walk well, and so none of the kids wanted to play with her. Nobody wanted to choose her to play kickball with... Uh, so I said, dude, fuck these guys. I'm going to go kick it with Tina today. And I remember I sat down with Tina at the, at the sandbox area where the slides are and all this shit. And uh, I just started talking to her, you know. And she said, hey, weren't you playing kickball with all your buddies? And I said, ah, I was bored, didn't want to run, you know, or whatever it was. So I, I sat and I hung out with her for that uh, 20 minutes of recess or whatever it was. And we talked about Ninja Turtles, uh, Silverhawk, Man, uh, Care Bears, all kinds of cool cartoons that were that were hot at the time. And that was it, you know. And then uh, each each day after that, I'd hang out with the bros at recess during lunch, have lunch, and uh, play kickball, play tag. And it was all fun and shit, right? But uh, I, I'd make sure that I'd give 15 minutes to go see. You know, and I'd run over and talk to Tina and I'd hang out with her and give her a beer friend, you know. And, and what was cool is, like, we had a real fucking connection, you know, because it wasn't it wasn't predicated on bullshit, like, elementary school shit where I'm hanging out with, like, the kids that were super active. I don't want to say the fucking cool kids because I'm not for the cool kids. I'm for the fucking underdogs, the kids that are being bullied, you know. And that, that was because I was one of those popular kids, you know. I saw kids getting bullied, but I never tolerated that shit. I never tolerated that shit. Anyhow, so, uh, fast forward to towards the end of third grade, and I kept hanging out with Tina from time to time during recess, just being kind to her. I, I was this way with a lot of other, a lot of other students and kids my age, uh, I would always volunteer with the special ed department and kind of look out for those kids, too. I don't know why, I just always had this random passion to just want to be there for those that were kind of counted out uh shows last picked on for just being different i always thought that was bullshit uh so i remember one day we're giving a shout out to the teachers staff and 
other peers and students that uh, were kind to you. And uh, lo and behold, Tina shares with the class that uh, she's grateful for Wesley. She was grateful for me. Because out of all 300 fucking kids in that elementary school, nobody was raised well enough to go say fucking hello to the kid that didn't have a friend. And looking back, I can talk all this shit about the way my mother raised me. But somewhere, somehow along that line, she taught me to be compassionate, kind, empathetic, warm. And somewhere along that journey through life, I picked up on that and was able to, you know, just be kind to people. So she said, thank you, Wesley. Thank you for stopping what you're doing always and being a friend. I've never had a friend. Um, something along those lines and just real grateful that I would be there for her I'd hang out with her I would acknowledge her and make her feel like a human um, so what's up Tina hope you're doing well I'll tell you something rad I ended up moving to school districts I moved from Lawndale to Manhattan Beach uh, later that year and I lost full touch with Tina what's fucking bitching is that the last I saw Tina she didn't have any friends um I remember we'd talk about just be yourself, you know, um, she would, she'd be sad about not having friends. I'd say, just hang in there, you know, you'll find your niche, you'll find a group of people that are similar to you, have the same interests and likes as you do, and you'll be alright. I remember talking about that because she was always so envious that I had such a large group of friends, and I said, ah, it is what it is, you know? Um, fast forward, I, I'm going to Maricosta High School in Manhattan Beach, and uh, my sophomore year, I bump into Tina, she's also going to Maricosta. And lo and behold, she had a whole group of friends, man. It, it was fucking cool. I didn't say hi to her that often any longer. I didn't hang out with her much anymore once we were in high school. But uh, we definitely always said hellos, goodbyes, and just little head nods and smiles. But Tina found her groove. She found her niche. She found her friends. And it's fucking bitches. Um, and still to this day, that's my motive. Know, I, I want to look out for the underdog. I want, I want to be there for that person and support that lonely soul that feels lost, feels stuck, feels beat up, feels burdened. I, I don't know. It's, there's something in me. There's some mechanism that drives me to want to help that underdog. You know, and I fucking love it. You know, um, that's one reason why I started this podcast. I really just wanted to let people know that this world is fucking cold, it sucks, a lot of people try their hardest, they might not ever be successful, you know, a lot of people, it's, it, this world's just not as easy as you think, and when you lack support, when you don't have anyone in your fucking corner rooting you on, you're gonna fail, man, like, Kobe Bryant had a fucking shooting coach, let me say that again, Kobe Bryant had a shooting coach. One of the greatest NBA athletes of all time had someone that helped him adjust his shot. Had someone train him how to be better. It's okay to take help. It's okay to be assisted. I believe that. I don't believe that anybody can reach success completely all on their own. Some might. 